BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmate's flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. Welcome everyone to Take It Home Podcast. I'm your host, John LaRocca. And on today's episode, I'm going to talk about a few subjects. WWE Draft, NXT, a wrestler being a total idiot, um, and a few other things. But those are going to be the main three topics. Um, I know last week I had a little, a little update saying I'm going to be switching, uh, switching up with the show and doing a show going forward about, you know, booking someone and, um, you know, who's not necessarily pushed right now and make a case for them to Triple H, to Vince McMahon, to Tony Khan about what, why, what, why they should be pushed, why they deserve a, uh, a higher position in the card or featured more on television, etc. cetera. Um, but, I'm still trying to work all the details. I want to kind of really outline it well, and I'm just kind of still in the brainstorming process. So in the meantime, I, it kind of worked out because I had to get a lot of things off my chest this week. And first, um, I did watch last night's SmackDown episode. Well, I'm taping, I'm taping this on Saturday, so SmackDown was Friday night. Um, you're hearing this on Sunday morning. I watched the draft. And honestly, I was pretty much entertained by it. Um, they make it a big deal. They make it feel special, in my opinion. Um, I like that they use like the legends and Hall of Famers. I thought Triple H was a perfect guy to come out and do the first uh, four picks. And it's pretty cool that they, you know, they decided to split the draft up. So like not every major star is eligible to be drafted that first so on SmackDown, all the, all the big stars would be gone by the time they get to raw. So that's probably, they, that's why they split it up. Um, there was some big surprises. Um, Alba fire and, um, uh, Isla Dawn, who are the current NXT women's tag team champions. 
got drafted to, I believe it was uh, SmackDown. And also Indy Hartwell. She's NXT Women's Champion, and she got drafted up. So that was pretty a big shocker. I'm thinking that was that was a surprise to the talent involved because of their reactions. Like it was genuine reaction, especially from like you know Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Who and you know, Alba Fire? Who you know? I always I can't I can't call her Alba Fire. She's Kaylee Ray to me. She really broke down, and they're like a heel act, you know, like these mysterious like witches and whatnot are just these dark characters. And, you know, there's, you know, there's Kaylee Ray just uh, breaking down in tears because, uh, you know, she's worked so hard and she's one of the best women's wrestlers out there. And so I'm very happy for her. Um, and because I think, you know, you take her away from Isla Dawn, I think, you know, she's phenomenal as a singles and she can be a main event woman and main event matches with, you know, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, etc., Charlotte Flair. I mean, she can hang out with all those ladies cause she's hell- really talented. And she proved that in NXT UK when she was a champion for a very long time. And I loved her matches. Um, I think she's phenomenal. Um, uh, Isla Dawn. I just never have never, ever got into, um, I never got, her what they saw in her but you know she's you know she's she's in a good position being with Kaylee Ray or you know Alba Fire and who can kind of really carry the load for the team and and uh so I you know, I hope they push him you know Indy Hartwell I love Indy Hartwell as a personality I think she has the most one of the most likable characters in pro wrestling today um she's just so charming so sweet you want to root for her I love the WrestleMania uh, weekend stand deliver moment when she won the ladder match and with Dexter Loomis helping her. And it was just like an awesome moment. So I believe she's on Raw, if I remember correctly, that when she got dropped there. I'm kind of hoping that they kind of reunite the way with Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae, Andy Hartwell, and Dexter Loomis involved in that. I wouldn't put Austin Theory back in this. I think he's he's past that. Um, I would keep Gargano and Austin Theory away from each other. I think, you know, like I said, Austin Theory is just, you know, he's moving on to the main events. But, you know, I think Gargano, Candice, Indy, Dexter, they're 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 fun middle-of-the-card talents, right? And I think them together were very entertaining. So we'll see we'll see if they can capture that magic that they that they that they had in NXT. Um, and we'll see because I thought that was some funny stuff and some good stuff, Enter- like good, good entertaining comedy. Not where it's like, especially. Well, I think a lot of it had to do with Austin Theory too, so he's not going to be around. Might be a little challenging because Austin Theory was kind of he had all the great stuff being the big, you know, dumb jock lug. But maybe they could find another guy that could fill that role in the way on the main roster. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for her. Indy in the ring is she's just not that strong in the ring. It's not her, but she's such a likable personality. I hope she, you know she can kind of get away with it. Um, but I, I could I don't see her you know headlining a WrestleMania or anything. But being a solid contributor to the roster, you know, going forward in the middle of the card, I, yeah, that's great, great for her. So, um, but the draft kind of went as 
we kind of all expected with the first, especially with the first two picks. I mean, Roman Reigns has to be picked number one, and SmackDown had the first pick. I don't think Fox News wants uh, Fox News. Fox <laughs> Station. God, I hate Fox News. Uh, Fox Station. Uh, I don't think they want Roman Reigns going anywhere. So definitely SmackDown had the first pick, and they definitely picked Roman Reigns. Um, Cody Rhodes to Raw, which we, we expected. So. Um, but yeah, it was an entertaining show. The main event for the tag team titles, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens versus Usos, was an all-out wild match. Um, very entertaining. Um, I, I the match I really liked was uh, was La Knight and God, who did he work? I'm trying to remember who he worked, and it was like a solid match. Oh, oh, he he wrestled uh, Butch Pete Dunn. I thought that was really good. Um, and the crowd was going nuts for LA Knight. Um, I really hope WWE opens their ears and listens to this credit. They, they, LA Knight's a star. He really is. He's a classic pro wrestler. Uh, big personality. Good talker. Good worker. You know, people want... They want him to seem higher on the card. They do. Um, he just has something about him. You know, he's, he, he reminds them... Like I said, he's a, he's a good pro wrestler, and that's what the fans want. They want good pro wrestlers and personalities. Um, so hopefully after this Friday, that crowd, you know, chanting LA Knight, popping huge for his finish, popping huge for him winning, I hope they really, uh, really take notice. Um, on Raw, they announced the creation of the WWE World Championship. I believe this was called or the World Championship. And I could not believe they did this. I talked about it a little bit on the Fight Game podcast this past Wednesday. And wow. I I was this was shocking to me. Um <laughs> They've done such a great job in building up Roman Reigns with this legendary title reign, unifying the titles, double champion, whatever. And he's been beating everyone and to where it's like when he wrestles, it's such a big deal. When he defends the title, it's such a big deal. Um, the streak that he's on is becoming at, you know, starting to become becoming legendary. Um, and whoever beats him is going to gonna really, really make them or make or make them even a bigger star. We were all hoping it was going to be Cody at WrestleMania and that didn't happen and that was very frustrating. Um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm usually like, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt for some things. You know, that one, I was like, okay, let, they say they have a plan to see it. If this is part of their plan, man. <sighs> now, as I mentioned on the, on the fight game podcast, Cody cannot be the first one to win this world title. He cannot. Um, Cause it will look like a consolation prize, right? It would look like second place trophy. And you don't want Cody to have that, right? So upcoming on the next weekend, uh, Cinco de Mayo, I believe, uh, is uh, Backlash. The main event at Backlash is going to be Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. Though if if it was me, I would kind of put Bad Bunny and Damian Priest last just because bad bunny this is in puerto rico bad bunny is a huge star there and i know that would probably get a lot of flack from a lot of people but if you have a really 
you know, downer of a finish. And I'm not seeing like a, like a bad finish for Brock versus Cody. I'm saying like Brock beating Cody, um, which I think he should uh, beat Cody in the first match. I would probably do it in the middle of the show just so you can kind of get the crowd out, a little deflate that one of the heroes lost and kind of build them back up and then end the night with the, you know, a superstar that they want to see bad bunny versus Damon priest. Right. Um, I would have Brock win. Definitely cheat. I would not have him beat him clean with the F five. I, you know, Brock established that, uh, elimination chamber, the low blow he did to Bobby Lashley. Um, I would have Paul Heyman show up, pull some sort of distraction for the referee, where Brock sneaks in a low blow, F5, um, one, two, three, and then Brock once again once again goes insane and just destroys Cody after the match. And Cody is out for um, you know, a few weeks, three to four weeks with his injuries, and so they can do the tournament for the title without Cody in it. I don't think Cody should be in it. I don't think he should. You know, one, he shouldn't win it. Two, he shouldn't be in it because I don't want him to lose in it as well. So I think it's best is to have him out with an injury, and that's why you explain him not being in it. So he expl- and whoever gets it, I would kind of just put it on Brock, honestly. And for Cody to win it, um, I would eventually have him beat Brock at SummerSlam. And then you could do the Cody run as the world champion and hopefully to WrestleMania and hopefully they do the big Cody Roman rematch, all the belts on the line. Cody, you know, beats finally Roman at WrestleMania 40 fingers crossed. Right. That's what I would do. Uh, after Brock for Cody beats Brock at SummerSlam, you can come kind of circle back to Cody versus Seth Rollins, who they had a really good program. You kind of revisit that and revisit in and out. Now it's fresh fresh again, and now it's going to be for a title. So I think that would be interesting, and that keep Cody busy on um, on Raw for a while with Seth. I feel like Seth's going to stay on Raw because of uh, Becky Lynch is drafted on Raw. They like to keep the couples together. So I think you know, safe to say that Seth will be on Monday Night Raw still. And I can see, like I said, a, a program between – Cody a Seth back again and I would like to see that because they had really good matches and that was a lot that was a real fun program and of course you know a lot of stuff with the Hell in a Cell and all that stuff so but really I mean still though why are they doing this with the belt right like why why muddy the muddy the everything up and just ugh, it's just really frustrating to me really really frustrating to me NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. 
What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I want to talk about NXT. Like I talked about it a little bit on Fight Game Podcast this week, and is I'm at NXT was in my thumbs down. And when I say that, it wasn't the wrestling. Um, overall, I like the in-ring product of NXT. I think they always have really solid matches. Yeah, they have some green talent, obviously, with the developmental system, the young the young talents coming up, the athletes that are turned into wrestlers, and there's a learning curve there. But there's some really exciting young athletes coming out of that. Uh, Obafemi looked impressive. I like Tank Ledger a lot. Um, I didn't like his gear. I would kind of change it up. He looks just like a, a Hugh Morris build and um, big personality, good fire, um, good size. So I really... And, I really liked him when I saw him versus Joe Coffey a couple weeks ago. Uh, Bronco Lima, who I've seen on uh, on Level Up, um, he looks really impressive. Um, actually, I feel like he's the, the bigger star of the two I mentioned, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I still like what Odyssey Jones could give. I know he's been injured a few times, so there might be that injury-prone stench on him, but... Ah, he's a fun guy. You know, let's let's you know when he's in there, you know he's impressive, and you know they have a lot of big guys, a lot of big. Uh, it's nice to see some heavyweights again. You know, we got to you know see for a very long time was the smaller working guys and the fast paced matches, and that's cool, you know. But like, it's good to change it up. So, uh, Jay McDonough got drafted to uh, Raw on, uh, and so you know, good for him. Um, Zoe Stark got also draft, drafted to Raw, so both good talents. I think uh, Zoe Stark's going to do very well. Um, JD is a phenomenal talent. Um, I just hope them. I don't know. I know Triple H knows he's a phenomenal talent, but with the old uh, 1920s villain Vince McMahon <laughs> now um, kind of having his fingers in creative, will he see a JD McDonough and see his height? And be like, not take him seriously, right? But this guy is so talented. He's such a good worker. He's a good promo. Has great presence and timing in the ring. Um, you know, they, they sh- I, I just hope he can see past the height. And um, you could, because he, he's, he's a star. He really is. Um, and we'll see. We'll see. I'm a little nervous about him just because of his height. If he was six foot two, dude, this guy would be. One of the main inventors for sure. Um, but my issue with NXT is, again, it's not the in-ring. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I generally enjoy the in-ring product. And as I mentioned on Fight Game Podcast, it's greatly improved since the 2.0 days with the addition of a lot of the stars from NXT UK. Gallus, Elia, who who knows by Raw might be drafted. Uh, by you know to the main roster, um, uh, Noam Dar, um, you got Dragon Lee's exciting. Wesley is very good. Die Jack is solid. 
uh, uh, you got the Creed brothers still, you know, great young team. Um, the host of women on the roster, I think, are very exciting, like uh, Thea Hale, Ball of Energy, big personality. I love watching her out there. Um, uh, who else that just, uh, you know, you got Roxanne Perez, um, Tiffany Stratton. You know, Sol Ruka, she's her right now. And they're and they're green. These girls are green. But there's such a great upside to that, right? And also, I'm, I'm hoping they stay within, you know, NXT for a while. And let them kind of, you know, keep learning. Uh, Tiffany Stratton needs to keep learning. Uh, uh, Sol Ruka, for sure, needs to keep learning. All those ladies. Uh, Tatum Paxley, you know. So, I, I, Ivy Nile. Like, there's just... They got good talent there. It's just gotta they just gotta they just gotta learn and grow. Uh, Braun Breaker, I'm hoping he's not gonna get drafted. Um, I think he still needs some time in NXT. And I think it's you know now he's a heel, and I'm I want to see him work out work on that in NXT. Uh, Grayson Waller, I didn't see anything on his knee, anything on his foot. I you know it looked like he hurt his leg in that match, that really great match with Carmelo Hayes at uh, Spring Breaking. Um, so I'm hoping it, he just, I'm hoping he tweaked his knee and it wasn't serious, but I can see him going to the main roster. Like I, as I mentioned on my show a few weeks ago, when I was talking about who's going to get drafted from NXT, I thought Grayson Waller would be one of the number one guys to come go out of NXT because he's perfect for the main roster. I'm, I'm telling you, put him at Logan Paul. Those guys would be just insufferable. <laughs> you know, like you just want to be like, ugh. Man, he's just they're driving you insane. And then you want us to get the mask hit. They'd be a hell of a tag team. They'd be a hell of a few with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens for the tag team titles. Uh again, issue's not with the talent. It's with the vignettes. It's with the how they film their promos. Um it just all is so damn hokey. And spring break in just kind of th- put me over the top. There are some good matches on spring break in, as I mentioned before. Carmelo Hayes versus Grayson Waller was really good. I highly recommend people going back and checking that out if you missed it. But it's the, it's the, it's these like vignettes they film or these these video package slash promos that they film, and it's just like. There's no way this is natural, right? You could tell these people are just reading lines and it's like they're trying to memorize and there's no emotion behind it. I feel bad for these these these, these people, you know? And the one that put me over the top was they're doing like a a a there's uh, in the main event was for the women's title. It was three-way Triffany Stratton, uh Roxanne Perez and the champion Indy Hartwell. So throughout spring breaking, they would show these video package slash promos. Um, you have Tiffany Stratton coming out of a a limo, and she's talking about how she's gonna win the title. And it wasn't bad. I mean, it's it it was the better of the best of the three, I thought. But still, it was just like eh, I kind of wish they dial back a, a bit. Indy, she's talking in the mirror. It's not. This is not good as this was not good as Curtis Iakia. Let me tell you. Um, I love Indy, but this is just this is didn't do her any justice. And the one that just, just threw me over the top was Roxanne Perez's 
She's sitting there and she, you know, she's a cute as a button, right? She's adorable. Um, and they, they make her out like her character is this fangirl that be, you know, and she is a fan. I know, but she trained hard. She, you know, she's a, like, be a wrestler still. They're all fans. They're all, they're all fans out there. Dick fucking Slater was a fan of wrestling. And he became a wrestler. Do you think he's out there talking about, oh, this, when I was my favorite wrestlers growing up were, you know, Dory Sr. And, you know, like, no. And you have Indy sitting there like, you know, when I was going, uh, uh, excuse me, Roxanne Perez, she's like, when I was growing up and I, you know, AJ Lee and someone else and uh, Trish Stratus. I'm like, oh, God. And the delivery, the, the delivery was so bad. It was so bad. Uh... And I was like, dude, I don't know if I can make it. I think that was a promo before Carmelo Hayes versus Grayson Waller. And I said, I, I want to watch that match. And it was good. So I kind of held out hope. I'm like, all right, I can get through this now. And then they showed the video package of the Brooks and Jensen, Keon James, who's another really good talent, and uh, uh, Fallon Henley storyline where – Keon James manipulating poor Virgin Brooks Jensen and wants to change his look and you know and Brooks and Briggs are having issues and so now they so now they're gonna build up to this mixed tag and this is all edited down in this video package and it just was so bad. I've like I mentioned on my game podcast, I've seen better acting on Spice, the old Spice you know, adult channel when I was growing up. Uh, like this was just really rotten and embarrassing. And I was freaking done. Uh, when triple H came into creative power and NXT became just NXT and not 2.0, which was just ridiculous. And they did that. I thought these would end, but they're not. Um, you know, weeks back or months back, you had Apollo Crews writing notes in a book in his diary as he looked over this. Uh, 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 he's on this dock looking at what I was give me a fucking break. Carmel Hayes and Trick Williams at a diner, and they're just you know, sh- there's a two camera shoot of them at a diner. It just, uh, and it was just, and it was so bad. Get back to wrestling that's what got nxt over good solid wrestling they have the talent to continue to do that go back to that give us pro wrestling storylines i know they got these writers there but damn you know like can one what try something different with nxt you know raw and smackdown are going to be this big you know production with all these writers you know, why don't you test something out and be like, hey, for NXT, let's do pro wrestling. Let's have a booking committee, you know, a booker, Shawn Michaels, or, you know, someone else that's kind of, you know, who has some knowledge of wrestling, not just a, you know, a Hollywood writer, but someone's been in this business for a while, who's, you know, and let them book and do classic pro wrestling you know issues between people um not make these silly programs up that you know no one wants to see with this 
over the top drama and this bad acting. Um, and it's like these, someone wants to show off with these stylized videos and these, and these promos and these, you know, this booty setting and these, the lighting and look what we can do. I get it. You got a big production, but bring back some of the realism, you know, like that's why I like the NXT UK is very much that, even though during the pandemic era, they're seemed like everything was just happening at the performance center. Cause, cause they got the regulations. They couldn't really go anywhere too much and film stuff, but they had times they did. They did like the, the Trent seven, when he was uh, getting himself in shape to challenge for the two Oh five title, um, you know, that was a great video package, almost like a Rocky video of him running in the hills and stuff. That stuff's cool if you could do that. But the stuff with Keanu James and Brooks and Jensen and Fallon and freaking stuff like this with Roxanne Perez is talking about like looking like a schoolgirl being like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Just ugh, irritated hell on me. So I still. Like, I want to watch NXT Weekly. And I find myself watching it, but not all of it. Like, I find myself just skipping stuff. Because, it's like, if I just skip and just watch the matches, you know, I'll be fine for the most part. But, man, it's like sometimes I'll see those vignettes and or those video packages. And I'm just like, I can't do it, you know. <laughs> um, it's sad because I, like, you know, really enjoy the NXT of the past. And um, I know everything kind of needs to evolve and change. But, eh. I don't think this is a, a change for the better. I think, you know, let's, let's kind of dial it back a bit, get back to what really made NXT uh, a popular brand again. And, you know, let's do it. Let's do this. You got talent there. I know you got a lot of young talent, but you also got a lot of some good, solid, uh, experienced talent that can guide them through. And and let's, let's do that. Um, last thing I want to talk about before we end this show. There's a clip going around of a uh at an exit PW event, a wrestler by the name of Masada fucking lit himself on fire by accident. Apparently he was trying to throw fire on someone, but ends up getting the, the lighter fluid on him or the alcohol, whatever it was. And it just gets on him and his whole face catches on fire, upper body catches on fire. And, and it's hard to feel sympathy for something like that. Right. Like how it's hard to feel sympathy for someone that's being a total idiot, and what an embarrassing, what an embarrassment. I'm not a fan of this garbage wrestling stuff. I can't handle it. You know, I don't knock people that like it. I, you know, if they like it, they like it. I guess you know that's their deal. Um, but it's just not for me, not for me at all, and. I see this guy doing this and it's like, what do you want? Like, what are you doing? What do you expect to happen? Right? Like these guys that do stuff. I'm sorry. They do it because they don't have talent. And people that think they say they do have talent. No, they don't. They don't have talent. That's why they have to mutilate their bodies to do this shit. And I don't know. It's just, Seeing that clip, I'm like, God, oh, this is this is stuff that gets around. Like, at a pro wrestling event, no, it's not pro wrestling. All right, what they're this was this what this was. This was just stupidity. Um, and I hope to God, I hope XPW pay his bills, please pay his bills. Or I hope this guy has fucking insurance. 
I hope he does. But if I see a fucking GoFundMe for this motherfucker, like, dude, no. Don't be... This is, you know, this GoFundMe's for people that fucking really need it. All right? So don't be fucking trying to put a fucking GoFundMe out there for you being a fucking total fucking idiot. All right? Because you're a no-talent fucking hack and you got to go fucking burn yourself. Well, that you know, that's your fucking fault. If you don't have insurance and you're doing that stupid shit, then fuck you. All right? Like, don't be putting out stuff like that out. That's, I mean, I don't know if he's done it yet. I hope not. But I've seen that in the past with some of these guys. They do something stupid and like, oh, I need to go, you know, you help pay my bills, you know, okay. You know, like, well, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't be fucking doing stupid shit like that, right? Maybe you should learn how to fucking put on a headlock. And you won't be fucking have to set yourself on fucking fire. Anyways, I had to get that off my chest because it fucking drove me insane when I saw that. But, yeah, so this, uh, this episode of Taking On Podcast, a lot of rant, a lot of raving. And uh, I had to get a lot off my chest and, uh, you know. Sorry for the foul language towards the ends. You know, I just it's just when I see that stuff, when the, you know I can I can appreciate quote unquote hardcore wrestling if it's, if it's done right if they're building to stuff if it's it's a, a part of a, a, a overall story but if they're just doing stuff to do stuff and then they do something so over the top and they injure themselves because they're being stupid I have no sympathy or do I not care okay so again. You know, it's just, oh, but again, I had to get off my chest. had to be, just talk about that. And, um, you know, so that's the Take It On podcast this week. Uh, you know, I don't know your thoughts. Do you like the, the new world title, um, which is also in the draft? Uh, do you enjoy those NXT vignettes and video packages and whatnot? Um, do you feel sympathy for a guy like Masada for Put himself on fire. Like, I want to hear your feedback. So, hit me up on Twitter, at LaRockaJL. And, you know, I'll be back next week with a new show. Hopefully, um, I'll be kind of start my new uh, my new journey on this Take It On podcast with the, with the, new, with the new, new style. But we'll see. Um, I do have a vacation coming up uh, next weekend. But I might try to pre-record something for y'all so we have something you know for you guys to listen to on sunday morning so look for that next week uh maybe i'll do a history piece i haven't done a history piece in a while i haven't covered uh i'm watching currently i just finished portland 19 in the 1970s uh which is so much fun so great and now i'm going back and doing a rewatch of mid-atlantic wrestling from 1984 I'm watching the worldwide show and I'm also going to watch the uh, world championship wrestling show or the mid Atlantic championship wrestling show from, uh, 1984. So, uh, pretty cool stuff. A little, lot, lot of fun kind of going back and especially seeing the early transition of like dusty's booking and, you know, you know, I've totally forgot that, you know, Tony Blanchard would at one point was managed by Paul Jones or associated with Paul Jones. So it was kind of funny to go back and just, Oh yeah, I have been. I, you know, cause we would just associate Tony Blanchard with of course, JJ Dilling in the NWA and the four horsemen, et cetera. So everyone have a great rest of your weekend. Have a great week. Be safe. Take care. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.